Welcome to Just Jay-Z. Each week, join your favorite hairdressing duo, Just Jesse and Stu Styles, as they talk salon life, hair hacks, traveling, lifestyle, and more. We are ready. I'm ready to rumble. So am I. All right, you guys, welcome back to Just Jay-Z. It's Jesse here. And it is Stu. And KJ. 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 Producer extraordinaire. All right. So we are really excited for this episode and we're just going to get right into it. But we wanted to let you know that we are so stoked to have our guest on today. She was actually one of the first guests we ever had on the podcast. It feels so crazy. So weird. And that was when our audio was terrible and we didn't know what we were doing. And now we have Kaylee because she's the best producer ever and we sound way better. So we're really grateful and we're actually meeting with her in person today. So... Are you excited? We're in California. In California. We're on location. We are. It's our podcast tour extraordinaire. And we're super excited. Like Jesse said, Jamie was one of our first guests ever. So it's going to be surreal surreal to have her back here in person Mm -hmm. in her homelands of California. And it was funny because... I was going to bring it up, the conversation, since she is like the hair business, social media extraordinaire, about how like Instagram switching away from pictures and more geared toward like TVs and reels. And she's the person who got me to do my very first reel ever. No way. Yeah. I did, my first reel on Instagram is me doing a podcast with Jamie Dana. And now it's like something I do Oh weekly. my gosh. She's like, you got to so do weird. it, dude. You have got to do it. And I was like, I'll do one right now, Jamie. And it was- oh, when we first recorded with her, it was when they first introduced Reels. Yeah, I it was. And she was telling She's us all awesome. about it. So I'm excited to have her back, pick her brain for you guys to get to know her a little bit more on a personal level. And I just am ready to get this party started. Let's go. So without further ado, Jamie Dana. We are in the studio with Jamie Yay. Dana. We're so Ooh. excited to have her. And how are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> this is so fun. I was just actually saying I haven't done an in-person podcast in a long time. But uh-huh. then I was like, wait a minute. I just did one like a month ago. So. Oh, <laughs> You're like just kidding, that's okay. Season. Just kidding. But it's just unusual. Normally yes. they're over Zoom calls and you don't get to be in the same room. So mm-hmm. this is so fun. I yeah. know the last two years almost everyone's been like Zoom, online meetings, everything. Mm-hmm. And we have actually only had a few in-person guests. So this is really exciting. Yeah. And we're out of our comfort zone in California, but I it's know. so fun. Okay. So we're going to start the episode like we always do with Peaks and Pits. Let's talk Peaks and Pits. So, Stu, you want to take it away? Uh, I reckon. So, <laughs> let's see. I would say my peak is, I said this the last time Jamie was on here, but mm. I still, like a year later almost, live by it. But it's like funny to me, or like surreal. The surreal is the world I'll go with. It's just crazy that when I went to beauty school, it's like every day, like we started our day with like your YouTube or Jamie's YouTube. Mm, yeah. And I was just like, now I'm in the room with them. And like when we went to your like Ember, wait, we didn't go to the Ember Retreat. We went to the we went Rise to the Up Rise Live. Rise Up Live, yeah. Yeah, I know. Two years ago now, I almost, know. right? That I seems know. like forever. And I yeah. was just like, wow. I was like, I know these people now. It's yeah. kind of crazy. We're all in the same room. I'm yeah. like one of the big dogs. No, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but um, Living I don't the know. Dream. It's special to have you back, especially this time in person. And I'm excited to like pick your brain and talk to you more. I would say my pit would be something else we can talk about and it is how instagram's getting like rid of pictures they're like pictures Mm. are going in the trash we're doing reels and we're doing (laughs) igtvs and it is fun to do stuff like that but i'm like it's so easy just to take a picture throw a filter on it and then throw it on my like Mm -hmm. instagram really quick so i'm glad to pick your brain about that too to help me yeah (laughs) everyone's freaking out my peak is just being here we're here for a week which is unusual because usually we come in for a class and it's like two days and we're in and out but we did eric vaughn's class monday we did a hair day we have a podcast day so we've kind of like extended it and it's been super fun Mm -hmm. and i'm glad we're here when covid's like a little less crazy 
because yeah. we haven't been able to be in California in so long. So right. been fun. And then my pit was that Instagram was down on Monday. I know. Were you freaking out? <laughs> yeah. It was more like, what do I do all day? I was like, well, literally, I got, I got nothing to do. Okay, this, this is weird. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize how many yeah. times I just like get on and scroll oh, through like yes. the first three stories yes. or the first three posts on my feed just yeah. to waste like 15 mm-hmm. seconds yeah. until that day. And it's I was such like, like a habit to open the app. Like it kind of was a wake up call to be right. like, I need to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> but we were at Eric's class on Monday when Instagram was down mm. and I was like, this sucks. It's like such a fun like day and like stories and everything. So it was kind of weird not to post about it until the end of the day, but it was a kind of a good break. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my peak, is it for the week or day or just uh, your week in general? Your for week. week. Yes. This is a good one. Let's see here. So actually kind of a fun fact. I was just telling you guys, one of my stylists who works at my salon, she had to go out of the salon for a surgery, which is never fun. And ugh. But I actually got to go back into the salon and do clients yesterday. OG Jamie, back for, in the chair. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who are listening who don't know, I haven't taken clients in over three years. So this was, it was crazy to like charge a client money. <laughs> I mean, like I do models and stuff for YouTube, but like to charge them yeah. money, it was great. I was like, oh my gosh, I Extra forgot. Money. This is so cool. Um, so yeah, it was just super fun to be back in the salon. And like, it, I just picked back up like right from where we left off. And so that was really cool. That's awesome. I had to see some of my old clients. Again, oh, like so you that. had returning clients? I had returning clients. That's yeah. so fun. So that was super cool. Yeah, just to catch up with them, too, yeah. you know? Uh, so that would be my peak and my pit. Let's see here. Yeah, maybe that Instagram was down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, maybe that is a peak and a pit at the same time yes. because it was nice to have a little break, but it did make me realize like, oh, wow, I check this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I felt a little lost on what to do. And it sounds almost like, yeah, it's a little addicting, to yeah. be honest. It's like that dopamine hit that we're like yeah. constantly <laughs> needing to get. So, um, yeah, I would say that's a peak and a pit all at the same time. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, though, like how dependent our businesses have become mm-hmm. on it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of I had I heard some girls in the class being like, Instagram is down forever. You better make sure you have your clients information. And like mm. and I'm like, I don't think that's true. But what yeah, yeah. If it is? Yeah. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I mean, we have an email list. We have a text list. We have a YouTube yes. channel, right? We have ways to communicate with our clients or students and members and audience yeah. outside of that. But it still was weird. Even like DMs. I was yeah. like, oh, I can't respond to my DMs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can't post. I can't, you know, or I had things lined up, content ideas lined up for yeah. Monday. And it and messes like, up your schedule. Now I have to add them throughout the week. So yeah, just stuff like yeah. that. But yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Yeah. All right, Kaylee, you want to do yours? My peak would be I just got like super inspired during Eric's class to like do content and stuff like that. So I'm excited to ha- hear what you have to say just mm. talking the about it queen. and like see, you know, get ideas and stuff. So I'm excited about that. Cool. My pit would be my back has just been hurting the last couple of days since we've been here. I was popping so- her back like five seconds before you got here. I was like, watch Jamie walk in on this. And I'm like, we have like a room, a little, welcome Jamie, Dana. And he's and just I'm, straddling Kaylee. Yeah, trying to crack her back in half. So for those who don't know who you are, do you want to give us a little introduction on who you are, what you do? Yes. How you got to where you are. Yeah. So I am Jamie Dana, uh, <laughs> born and raised in Orange County, California, which is where we are right now. Yeah. yeah. I have been in the hair industry for almost 12 years now, which is crazy. That's crazy ins- Doesn't think. that make you feel old? Oh my, it makes me feel <laughs> really freaking old. Yeah. So I've been doing hair for 12 years and I basically stepped out of the salon three years ago to go full time into education. So it was something that I've always wanted to do. I knew that it was something that was always on my heart to be an educator and I didn't quite know the path that I was going to take to get there. Um, And so five years ago, I decided just to start and be an educator. And I think at the beginning, it was really hard for me to say I was an educator. I was like, well, I'm a hairstylist and, Mm -hmm. you know, I 
I teach other yeah. hairstylists, but someone was like, no, you're like an educator. You're one of like my favorite educators. And I was like, what educator? Like, like yeah. that's what? the official title. <laughs> um, and it, it was because I wasn't working for a brand. I was doing it all independently. It makes you feel less legit, even though it's not. Yeah. Oh yeah. I understand absolutely. that. In fact, I almost feel like it's harder yeah. because you're doing everything on your own. You don't have a company mm-hmm. to support you and back you and to help you kind of do a lot of those things. So you're literally like building your own brand. Absolutely. So yeah. Cool. So that was five years ago. Oh my gosh. Maybe almost six years ago. Oh. I don't even know. It's crazy. COVID really screwed up my timeline of like, yeah. oh, that was how many years ago? Oh, okay, so yeah. true. So five or six years ago, 2016, do the math. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I went full-time in education. I, I pretty much have done everything in the hair industry besides owning a big salon. Okay. So I've been a receptionist, uh, assistant, commission stylist, rental stylist, suite wow. owner, small salon owner and then just yeah haven't had a big salon but that's not something that I've always wanted I've and that's okay just, that's okay yeah. yeah and I think that's something I always talk about too is like yeah you always think that oh to move up in the hair industry I need to open a salon or open yeah. a suite or do this or do that or go into education and maybe that's not for you that's not meant for every mm-hmm. single person um, so anyways, that's a little side note, but yeah, so, uh, been doing education and really what I do mostly is help hairstylists grow their business using Instagram. So mm-hmm. that's my thing. And then started on YouTube like three or four years ago again. And you grew so quickly on so YouTube. Quickly. It was crazy. Yeah. So YouTube was one of those things where I said back in the day, I am never going to have <laughs> a YouTube channel. And uh, here we are. Yep. Um, it's usually the case. Never say never. Um, and I, the reason why was, and actually this kind of goes into the whole video topic, but I always had felt like I'm just not a video person. I'm not mm-hmm. good at video. I don't like video. Video takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it seems so stressful. And uh, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that limiting mindset, I guess, like mm-hmm. stop me from doing something that I think I actually would be really good at. So yeah, I started on YouTube like three, four years ago. And the reason why I grew, I think so quickly was a, there's not a lot of educators on YouTube. You, mm-hmm. me, Guy Tang, yeah. free hair education, you know, Sam Via's mm-hmm. channel. There's really not a lot. It's out not there. a big market. Um, and there's, there's, there's becoming more, but even still the quality of education just isn't quite up to par where it was in like the makeup world yeah. or, you know, even the DIY hair space, like that mm-hmm. space is huge. And yeah. there's so many incredible, um, YouTubers out there. And so I was always intimidated, but yeah, to make a long story short, um, yeah, I just, I think the reason why I grew so fast was I took time to study the platform and learn how to grow on it. And that's another thing yeah. with even Instagram. And some people might say I grew fast on Instagram, which I didn't. It's been years, but yeah. taking time to study and learn how to use it properly before just kind of like going out and just throwing a bunch of stuff up there. So that I think has been one of the things that really helped me be successful on both channels. Yeah. So when you say study it, were you just Googling? Like, how did you even yeah, like well, <laughs> start to do that? I YouTubed. Okay. There you go. Grow a YouTube channel. How to grow. Um, so yeah, I actually watched, uh, watch a lot of YouTube channels who teach on how to grow okay. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So in, you know, with YouTube and Instagram, there's algorithms, right? There's things that do help the algorithm. There's mm-hmm. things that help you get shown in search or whatever. So yeah, it was just kind of studying that. And I think I just, I had one, my very first like hair video do yeah. really well. And I kind of got lucky. Um, and then just from there, it kind of snowballed, but that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's so cool to like see someone 
build themselves from literally like you've done every job. You were an assistant. You were mm-hmm. a stylist. I've heard you talk about your story and how you were kind of like bullied in the salon and stuff like yeah. that. And it's really cool to see that like you on your own, obviously with some help from people, but like you've grown into what you are. It's so cool. Yeah. I think it's yeah. amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And something I feel like both of you guys do is like when it comes to like hair education, it's so easy to like post a cool video about doing like a rainbow mohawk like something you're never going to do but it's (laughs) like real like lived in colors and things that you're actually going to be like using every day in the salon and I feel like that's how like both of you guys stand out yeah that's why I love job well and I think it's also intimidating to do education on YouTube and Instagram because Mm -hmm. so many people tear you apart like Mm -hmm. well that's not how I would do it like I get comments Mm -hmm. like that all the time and it's like Okay, yeah. you have to have thick skin. <laughs> oh, for sure. YouTube, I actually don't read my comments. Um, oh, that's smart. Yeah, oh, so I have somebody yeah. who helps me either respond to comments yeah. and things like that because it's just, it has to be a boundary for me. Mm-hmm. YouTube people are mean. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And TikTok. And yeah. TikTok. I'm, thank God, I'm like not really on TikTok much yeah. because I was like, it's hard. I don't even know if I want to do that. People like, are yeah. brutal. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. Facebook's crazy too. It's funny that it's like the same people, but different platforms like bring out different signs yeah. of people. I, I feel like so. Instagram and Facebook is like a safe place. Yeah. And yeah. then Instagram or TikTok and YouTube are, are like brutal. Brutal. Hey, you guys, we're going to take a quick break, but this isn't a breakup. It's just a break to tell you about one of our favorite things that we provide through the Jay-Z Styles family. Chances are if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're either a hairdresser hustling behind the chair or a beauty school student that can't wait to get out and offer these services to your clients. Or maybe you're just someone who likes to get your hair done. If you are one of the first two options, you are eligible to come to one of our classes. We have an education program called Education with Jesse. We travel the country teaching these classes to people just like you. We have two different options, an extension training that teaches you multiple different ways to install beaded wefts, different weft types, different stitching patterns, bead placements, consultation color matching, you name it, we talk about it. After that class, you can be Jay-Z Styles certified, you get added to our website, our exclusive Facebook group, and you get access to training videos so you never forget what you learned. And if you are previously Jay-Z Styles certified in our OG way of doing beaded weft extensions, you are welcome back to come and hang out with me to learn the unseen bead where we teach you how to hide your beads so they are undetectable. It's an amazing day. It's so much fun. We have an outfit theme for every class. Sometimes we come in with a dance number. Sometimes there's a housewife fight that breaks out. Follow us. You know what I mean. We also have a blonding and business class we recently started up. In that class, we teach you our favorite coloring and blonding techniques. We teach you how to actually foil around hair extensions, how to custom tone their hair with the hair extensions. And we also have a special guest, Money with Michelle, teaching business, finance, tax tricks and tips, everything you want to know. Come be a part of the Jay-Z Styles family even more besides just listening to the podcast by coming to a class or coming back will make it a family reunion you can check out all of our upcoming classes on our website jayzstyles.com slash classes we also post about them all the time over on our instagram pages so make sure you're following us there you can find all of those in the show notes below and who knows we may have some exciting classes coming up soon maybe one of them's in a tropical destination oh so you're gonna need to come to our class get a ticket and get a passport and maybe vacation with us you know it's gonna be so much fun. We may also be at premiere this fall. There's just a lot going on. Sipping cocktails with Stu and making mocktails with Mama. <laughs> Poolside, somewhere tropical. It sounds like a good time to me. 
Stay tuned for more details. Until those announcements come, feel free to check out all of the classes we currently have on our website and hurry and grab a ticket because they go fast. And don't forget that we have payment plans. If you have any further questions about education, you can definitely direct message us on Instagram or reach out to our customer service phone number or email, which you can find in the show notes below. Now let's get back to the episode. When you started educating, how did you know you wanted to be like more business focused rather than hair? Because you, you've such, done hair stuff. Yeah, yeah, such a good question. So the reason why was because back in the day, you know, when I first started going into education, so this is like the end of 2015, early 2016, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of independent educators out there. And that was kind of the boom. That was like the cool thing to do to be an independent educator and go teach balayage or go teach braiding. There was a bunch of braiding classes. I don't know why. Um, But that was a cool thing. And it was go to salon to salon to salon and teach all of these classes. And I knew at the time I didn't have an audience. I literally had 1400 followers. I didn't have a name for myself. You know, I wasn't this big time educator, but I knew that if I did something different, then it would help me stand out more. And so no one was teaching business at the time, specifically Instagram Um, marketing, nothing like that was being taught, which is kind of crazy to look back and think because it's like so many people teach it now. But um, yeah, nobody was teaching business. And that's something that I actually really love. I'm really passionate about business and understanding finances and all that kind of stuff. Business to me just felt so natural. And I also felt more comfortable. Like I wasn't competing with everybody else teaching Mm -hmm. a balayage class, teaching all these incredible techniques and all this stuff. Um, And so I started yeah, teaching Instagram for hairstylists. And then as I started to get more on YouTube, that's when I was like, okay, I can kind of teach hair now. I got more confident as an educator. But to be honest, for those first two years, like I was not confident teaching hair like at all. Like I was like, uh, who am I? You know, I was a good stylist, but I felt like what I had to offer was not good enough in comparison to what everybody else was teaching. Anybody it's listening so easy to can compare yourself. To yeah, can feel yeah. that in, in so many different ways. But um, then I realized once I got on YouTube, what's been really cool is I'll teach something that I've been using since the beginning of my career or something Mm -hmm. that feels so basic to me. And yet so many people are like, oh my gosh, like, thank you for teaching that. I never knew how to cut long layers or, oh my gosh, I didn't know how to foil hair like Mm -hmm. this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just such a normal, easy technique for me. And I think for those of you who are listening that maybe want to go into education, you actually have so much to offer to the world that comes naturally to you that you think is so easy to everybody else or everybody else should know this. Um, And chances are a lot of people don't know it. So literally Eric said that in his class on Monday, he said, being a good educator is taking like a basic thing that you know and teaching someone else who doesn't know it, you know, like that's so cool that you said that and kind of like reinforced that idea because it's true. And I always tell students at our classes that if you learn one new thing today, it was worth it because it can change the way you do everything, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And even if I'll go to a class, I I think the same thing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe this is a basic class or something but can I take away one thing? And maybe it's not what I learned on stage. Maybe it's watching the educator yeah. educate. Maybe it's something like that. It makes like you a that. better educator, yeah. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so. so do you go to classes ever? I guess with COVID, yeah. it's weird. But COVID's been, a, yeah, a little bit weird. But no, I do try to. I probably don't go to quite as many as if I were in the salon because, mm-hmm. you know, I can't really What's apply the point? The yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I still go to classes. I, I think for me, I definitely do not feel strong with hair cutting. So that's how No one at this table. Yeah. Yeah. 90% cutting. of hairdressers, I feel like, feel yeah. that way. Yeah. Which is crazy because I feel like schools 
couples don't focus on it as much as they, they should. No. It's yeah. funny, I actually had this light bulb moment the other day where I, I've been to, you know, quite a few cutting classes and stuff and they always feel so overcomplicated. And yes. I think that's mm-hmm. why it doesn't click in my brain. And I think I kind of look at cutting as like sculpting, uh-huh. yep. if that makes sense. And so, yeah, when I went to this class, it like made a little bit more sense. Oh, uh, it was actually Travis Parker Academy. Yes. If you guys know Travis. I saw that you went there. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. And he just broke it down really easily. So shout out to Travis, but, um, that was actually really cool experience and getting to be a part of that whole event. But, um, yeah, I, I took away from that, but then, you know, you kind of lose a little bit if you're not working on it. And then I saw the other day, I saw on Instagram, Jacob Kahn was cutting hair and he did this technique and I was just like, wait, it all makes sense. Like I knew how the layers were going to fall based on how he was cutting. And I've never felt that before. So it's just like something, okay, 12 years in, it (laughs) comes together, guys. It's finally. So yeah, I think that video. Yeah. (laughs) We all need to go to a cutting class. Yeah. Yeah. But I I feel like it's just one of those things where I never felt confident in that. So that's one thing that I wanted to kind of put more focus Mm -hmm. and time into, but it's, it's not even just hair techniques. It's like, I do so much education for my business. So there's Mm -hmm. so much more, um, I'm going to a conference. I just bought a ticket for that next year. So like, Yay. there's different things that I'll go to nice. that propel me forward as a human, as a CEO, yeah. as a business owner, and then also as an educator. That's and as so a cool too. So, yeah, yeah, it kind of like hand hand in hand, everything works. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like doing hair education on your channel has helped grow the business side of your oh business though? Because it brings that audience in, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I say that my hair content brings the people, yep. and then they stick around for the business, yes. side, right? Because business, let's be honest, not so sexy. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to learn about finances. Nobody and wants to teach learn. in school. Uh-uh. We talk no. about this all the time, like you graduate not knowing that you have to be your own business and pay taxes and have an LLC Mm -hmm. and like promote yourself and market. So it's really cool that you have that. Yeah. And especially it's funny. I was actually at Goodwill the other day. I love to thrift (laughs) for those of you who follow me, you know, I love my thrifting journey. (laughs) So I found this book from pivot point and it was like a beauty school. Okay. Throwback. throwback, Right. So I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to buy it. 99 cents. This will be great. This will be some good content. So I'm flipping through it and it actually had some decent, business stuff mm-hmm. i'll be honest my okay. business or my beauty school taught me zip about mm-hmm. business so i had Same. some decent stuff in there but i go to the part where it's like okay build your clientele right and it's like maybe seven pages that's it the oh. whole section on building your clientele so i flip to it and social media there's one <gasps> bullet point one no. bullet point that's like you should make sure to connect on instagram and facebook and social media you to it. get clients and, and i was like oh my okay. gosh yeah so i just was shocked it was wow. like okay so even in a, a newer beauty school book that yeah. actually had some decent information in there that's all they're teaching and so yeah Insane. i went on my stories and talked about it because i was just like yeah do you feel like you were set up for success when you came out of beauty school and the majority of people said no yeah right yeah, totally that's why they turned not. to programs like yours which right. is or, awesome or you for you channels right yeah you know? exactly yeah. one yeah. of my favorite memories something i'm so thankful for is like jesse's dad is like the most business savvy mm. man yeah, alive he's, yeah. he's amazing with like money finances anything like that and he pulled me aside when i first started working at jay-z like taking clients and he's like do you know what taxes are? And I'm like, yeah, my grandpa <laughs> helps me file them every year. Do you and know he, what taxes are? And I was like, and, it, like no. and then he was like, no. And I was like, oh, the taxes you pay on like food and clothes and stuff. And he's like, no, let me break it down for you. And he sat me down. He was like, you need to get this. You need to do like a business license. You need to save this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And like laid out all the steps for me. Yeah. And he told me a story about Jesse. He was like her first year <laughs> doing hair. I sat her down at the kitchen counter when it was time to do her taxes. And he was like, okay, you're probably going to owe like X amount of money. <gasps> she was like, wait, I have to pay back the money I, I made. I no clue. 
she starts crying. I at was the 19. I'm like, what? I know. She's crying and hyperventilating. She's like, I spent it all. Like, it's my money. I made it behind the chair. Like, people yeah. paid me for that service. And I was like, thank God someone set me up for that because mm-hmm. I would have been screwed if yeah. I went into. And schools don't necessarily teach you that either. No. And maybe you work at a salon that does that for you and stuff, but right. most hairdressers are independent. Yeah. So 100%. it's really cool to like learn that outside of school but I think schools need to focus on it they really do I know I've thought about like I was like do I make a course on this because actually finances like I love financial stuff yeah I'm Mm -hmm. such a nerd I love that I, I love it though and I'm like I feel like this is something that's needed in our industry. But again, the voice in my head's like, you're not qualified to teach that. You're not a financial planner, <laughs> whatever they're real, called. And um, people relate to like someone actually doing it. Right, right. Yeah. So it's been in the back of my mind. So if, if you're interested in that, send me a DM on yes. Instagram. She'll get, she'll get to creating a program. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I remember it was 2018. You did like a free course. I don't remember what it was about, but mm. it was like a free course. And I remember I was in China for work and I remember I bought it and it's like the time difference was so crazy as I was like up in the middle of the night to watch it. <laughs> and I was like on your live thing, watching it and stuff. And that's kind of how I found you. And okay. it's so cool that like I'd been following you, but like that was my first experience with like one of your things. And yeah. I, it was so cool. And I just think that like, it's amazing that like that was I don't know if that was one of your, it probably wasn't one of your first, but it was like the first time that, yeah, yeah, an earlier one. And now like, look what you've done. Do you Mm -hmm. ever feel like you run out of ideas or it gets stale? I don't, I think about that all the time when I see you. I'm like, how Mm. did she just wow me again? Another program, another thing. it's totally (laughs) different and it's like top level and like the marketing is so good. Yeah. And I'm like, Damn! Oh, damn it! We talk Jamie about your YouTube trailer all the time when it was like Jamie's back. I we know. watched it and we're like, "This I, makes me like, like even dang. though I know her, this makes me like want to be like so got, so invested." I will like, never forget she? that. I w- got out of the shower. I'm getting ready. I'm putting on like ten pounds of makeup and spikes. <laughs> tan and it said like on my lock screen it was like you're the title of that video and i clicked on it and i was just had my phone in the corner and it was like so theatrical it was so amazing. well produced so epic. yeah you, i was like damn this lady just she can talk to the camera i know she came up with this all by herself like i know she i just from like knowing you and seeing you i'm like mm. i know this is her yeah and it, i went to work and i had it on the computer jesse walks in i'm like come watch this like how cool jamie is <laughs> go watch like, jamie's commercial <laughs> literally is how it felt like a movie literally. trailer was, so how do you come up with ideas like that how do you keep it fresh oh my gosh so it's funny i actually feel like sometimes i don't have a lot of ideas mm-hmm. i think even for those of you listening to that feel like i don't i don't have any ideas i don't yeah. come up with content ask your audience literally <laughs> that's all i do is ask my audience yeah. i'm like what do you want to learn what do you want or would you want to learn this this or this right so yeah. i think i get a lot of content ideas from dms from questions um, from comments on youtube from whatever mm-hmm. uh, and just asking i think that's the biggest thing is like not being afraid to ask and your audience will tell you what they want to learn from you so yeah. anyways that's how i don't run out of ideas but i do naturally as a human being run out of ideas i think for me just being a visionary type of personality, I always have kind of these like wild ideas of like, I could do this. Or like, for instance, I could teach a financial course. Okay. Yes. I could do this, do that, do this. And I think the power is really figuring out how do we narrow down the focus mm-hmm. and figure out, okay, what's going to be the thing that A, impacts the most amount of people and is sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always looking at those kind of things. Like, is this something that I'm going to want to focus on? My rule is, if I don't want to focus on it for the next three years, I don't do it. That's cool. Love that. Yeah. So even with anything, like for instance, right now, currently as we're recording this, we, my husband and I are working on starting up an Airbnb business. It's like what? a total size type of thing. Somewhere. Yeah. That's so fun. But my rule is you don't get to start a new business or you don't get to start a new product or mm-hmm. leg of the business unless you want to work on it for three years. That's amazing. And I think that helps me 
know like okay I'm in it to win it and it's not just like these one-off things because Mm -hmm. I think as creative people entrepreneurs business owners and especially as hairstyles yeah we get so many ideas right oh my gosh and if we ran with every single one of them none of them are going to grow wings and fly or be as successful as they could be so I think what you guys see a lot is the okay that business idea or that idea has been filtered through so many different things Mm -hmm. and now finally that's what you get to see I also have a team that helps me create (laughs) stuff too so, village. Uh, yeah, so I mean, true. Brady, my videographer who made that in video in particular, he's done all my hype videos. So Brady's a genius. So him and I really bounce off each other and we that's do stuff amazing. together. But yeah, that's that's you, why it looked as epic as it did. Yeah, yeah you tagged honest. him and I went and like stalked him a little and yeah. I was like, this is Jamie's style. This is her. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, yeah. I can tell that I he does her this. videos. I always joke that Stu is like the creative mind behind, like he always gives me those ideas. Like he's just so good at that. And I think it's important to have a team of like someone who's good at this, someone who's good at that. Cause you all make something mm-hmm. great together. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. To I hear. can't do anything else. I can come up with an idea and I can name a product and she can have it here. Like within the next week, that's <laughs> like how we like, work. It's done. You name it. We're yeah. good. <laughs> and it's like, I wake up in the middle of the night at 3am and she'll have like 20 texts for me. And it's like, okay, we're coming out with this and we're doing this. Here's the name. This is how we're going to market it. And she's like, got it. Let's go. I love it. Done. And done i need i need you in my life right you <laughs> he's the best me. there you, you go i'll write you all um someone <laughs> actually um replied to a story of something of us this week and they were like can i rent you for the day and i was like i need a student my jesse and <laughs> i was like serious? maybe i'll start doing that <laughs> can you imagine she's like rent me as your best friend yeah. for the day my day rate starts at five thousand dollars <laughs> right? exactly or you can buy me a louis bag either one <laughs> yeah. either i love that um okay so we wanted to ask you a few questions my first one is how did you feel about the transition of Instagram introducing Mm. reels, doing more videos? Cause I feel like the last time we talked on the podcast, it was around that time. How has it been the last year? Was it hard? It's crazy that it's been a year since I've been on the podcast. And it's crazy that reels have been around for a year. It's so crazy. I'm just now getting into them. Look at me. Me too. Yeah. Okay. But can we be honest? So am I. And I think that's like what people don't realize is, you know, there definitely are a lot of people who jumped on the bandwagon Mm -hmm. and got on it really early and did all the things. I was not one of those people. I did not have the capacity at that time to be able to do that. And mm-hmm. so I just was like, okay, I'll get to reels yep. when I can get there. That's you how know? I felt. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, same thing. Right. And I think I slowly over time tried to find my rhythm with mm-hmm. finding, I don't know, even just filming and creating and coming up with ideas. I think the biggest thing is coming up with ideas. And I think that's yes. probably one of the things yeah, that gets so hard. people the most stuck. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. To be honest, this is not surprising to me that in, that Instagram's like, okay, we're going to prioritize video. Now, does yeah. that mean that there are not ways to grow? Wait, okay, let me think how to phrase this. Does that not mean that there <laughs> are not ways? Okay, there's you can you still can grow still do it, yeah. outside of Reels. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes, um, <laughs> that's good to hear. Yeah, you can still grow outside of Reels and outside of video. Um, I think things like educational content through carousels, which are like the swipe over Mm. posts, right? Things that are shareable. So um, for instance, I've seen some posts where it's like literally a photo with some text over it. And it's like maybe a before and after. And it has some Mm -hmm. text talking about why that before and after is Mm -hmm. unique or whatever. Or there was even one kind of floating around about uh, sunscreen and extensions. I think it was actually a reel, but it was really basic. It wasn't wasn't like totally produced. It was so crazy. It was just basically her saying, Here's why you don't want to use sunscreen. Yeah, and it went viral. And it was a great viral post that was probably not that complicated to make. And so I think when we're thinking about our content and we, if you really want to grow on Instagram and get more followers, the biggest thing is thinking about how can I share content that is shareable, that makes people want to tag their friends, that makes people want to share it on their stories, that makes people want to send it in a DM 
what is something that's going to be shareable? And usually okay. it's something that's educational, something mm-hmm. that adds value to them or it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Like funny. Uh, funny, like we, right? I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Like the reels that I'm doing, relatable mm-hmm. reels. They're not yes. valuable. They're not really educational. No. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, I could do that, but I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, okay, my audience is hairstylists. Um, most of them are colorists. Yeah. What is something that would be relatable to them? Yeah. And then I'm just finding sound bites that work with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if you can think about your audience, who's my audience, who are my potential clients um, or potential followers, and what would be something that would attract them by, you know, being able to see something like that or being yeah. sharing something, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I was intimidated when it started because I'm like, I feel like TikToks for like teenagers and I'm mm. ancient and I don't know how to do any of this. I so I was so scared. Yeah. But I feel like the more I've done it, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, fun. And like, I like to scroll and see these things. So mm-hmm. you're right. You just have to like see something that someone would relate to and want to see. So yeah. Yeah. it's so, been easier than I thought, but still scary. Yeah. I kind of am getting into it and I kind of love TikTok and then I hate it. I like mm-hmm. to have I like too. a high and a low point totally. throughout the week. Yeah. yeah. But something that boils my blood is that like we did a TikTok yesterday and I was like, wait, this sound is funny. Like, let me just do it. And it was like, when your client comes back to you after seeing someone cheaper mm. and it was like a song and it was like, less than 10 seconds and, and it took us two minutes to like do it two minutes total yeah. and i was like i'm just posting it now yeah. i don't even care what time it is post it and it was like within like two hours it was like two hundred thousand views and it's like something i'm like planning for a week i'm yes. like y'all gave yeah. me seven thousand views on that yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yes i almost think it's like almost yeah. too put together like people yeah, yeah. like it just being raw and like relatable yep. so and not so glamorous it's so anymore. funny that you say that because i was actually just thinking about that today so as tiktok has evolved and instagram has brought on reels in the last year yeah tiktok is what i have found is less curated, less perfect, mm-hmm. less put together. Yep. Random. Yeah. To be honest, so when you're scrolling the page of the for you, you don't know thing, what you're going to see. It's freaking no. random. Yes. It's like most random video that gets like a million whatever yep. likes, not even views, more than that. I'm like, "What?" So, and then Instagram Reels is more curated, and uh-huh. it's because of how Instagram is. Instagram has just been more curated over the last. Well, they've been around longer, so they yeah, have it and down. four years. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like the type of content on Reels that do well is a little bit more curated on Instagram, but on TikTok, no, the nope. most random, not good quality um, goes. I don't it's know. So it's true, yeah. and it's so frustrating because I feel like as content creators, we're so focused on the perfect YouTube video and the perfect post that it's mm-hmm. so hard to like wing it and be like. Let's hope it does well, but, but it does. It's now weird. that you say that, I think about like like whoever my favorite YouTuber may be. I feel like we most people know it's Jacqueline Hill right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like her videos where it's like no makeup, her at home, like her mm-hmm. hair in a bun messy. I'm like, oh, I love her. She just shows everything. So I feel like that's transitioning into like TikTok and everything yeah. now. It's like, yeah. just show us the real. Like, let's sh- show me like your yeah. spray tan hands that are orange. Literally. And things well, like people that, that. like vlogs for the same reason it's just like real life and i always say like i would much rather watch someone go to target than go myself now and it's so weird that that's like the way it is (laughs) it's so crazy crazy to me but that's cool well that's good to hear that like the instagram queen like feels the same way because i'm like "Ah." so with instagram making so many changes is that scary for you or is it good for your business so it's twofold uh, both. Yeah. Um, it's funny because when I first created my first course, which was called Oh Hot Graham, mm-hmm. now it's I remember changed. that. Yes. Oh Hot yeah. Graham. Uh, we had to legally change the name because oh. Instagram's lawyers came after us because oh. it had the word Graham that in it. That sucks. So oh, couldn't no. do that. So anyways, it's called Rise Social Academy now, which we love. It sounds amazing um, though. Like it it's is. professional it. sounding. It is. Yeah. So we had to basically, you know, in the beginning, Oh Hot Graham was 
a basic course. This was before Instagram even had video. Yeah. Before stories were around, before live was there. It was photos. Mm -hmm. It was a photo sharing app. Mm -hmm. And so as Instagram has grown, the program has also had to grow. And it's become such a massive program to the point where it's a little bit too much. So we're trying to figure that out of like, how do we pare this down? Like there are still people that like, I want everything. You teach me everything. I want to know everything. I want to learn it all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the program for them. But there's also people that are like, okay, I feel pretty confident in this area of Instagram, but I want something a little bit more specific over with like reels or for stories Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I need a little bit more strategy. So we're trying to figure that out because yeah, as it's grown, it's gotten so massive. And it sometimes I have all very much felt the pressure of having to be the one that knows everything about Instagram. And yes. I do know everything. <laughs> like I, I do <laughs> know, actually. <laughs> I do not know everything about Instagram, but I do. I know a lot. I yeah. do a lot of research um, on my own, but it's hard to be the person that has to report on it. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of taken a step back this last year of like having to be the first one to tell everybody about this new update or whatever yeah. and have actually promoted other people who do share that That's stuff awesome. just because I don't necessarily want to be the go-to person when it comes to the latest and greatest on Instagram. It's a lot I of want pressure. To help. It's a lot of pressure. And Instagram, I mean, in the last year has given us a lot. So yeah, um, yeah just kind of taking that pressure off myself and just been like, okay, I can share Instagram for hairstyles and also remind everyone that we don't have to do it all. We don't have to do all the things because at the end of the day, that's only going to lead you to more burnout. That's only exactly. going to lead you to like hating your job. And that's not what I, that's the opposite of why yeah. I want to help you and educate. So um, trying to find that balance is really hard though. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the hardest. And I'm glad to hear you say that because I do feel like we get a lot of stylists coming to our classes that are like, it's so overwhelming to me that there's YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and I have to keep up with all of it. But it's cool to hear you say like, you don't have to do it all. Mm -hmm. Like you can focus on the one thing you're good at and that can be enough, you know? And it's actually funny. So I think of, you know, we, we look at Instagram as like one platform and YouTube is one platform and TikTok is one platform. But honestly, Instagram to me is three platforms in one. We have the photo caption side, we have stories, and then we have video and reels, right? So to me, that's like, three different platforms and yeah. I my biggest rule has always been two platforms at once. You can't do more oh. than that without going crazy and burning 100%, out. Yeah. Um, or without having a full time team to help yes. you out with that. Literally. Um and so we have seven platforms, right? I don't know. Right. Like we're we're <laughs> right. definitely not doing right. it. But right. for the average stylist <laughs> yes. working behind the chair, like slaving away on clients out all day. From doing clients right. all day. Yes. The last right. thing you want to do is go home and make content right. or post. Yeah, mm-hmm. or on your weekends or your days mm-hmm. off or whatever. So my biggest thing is pick two platforms okay. and go all in on those. Can that be Instagram since there's three in one or does it have to be? I I would personally say, I'm like, if you love photos and captions, go for that. That'd be one of your platforms. I mean, you know, I would say put effort and energy into two and then dabble in maybe one more. So maybe for you, it's like photos and captions all day, every day. Great. That's your thing. Stories. You like stories. Those are your two main platforms. And then maybe you dabble in a little bit of reels, but it doesn't have to be a main platform. And I think like with this whole conversation, just kind of going back to the why am I using Instagram in the first place, right? Like for so many stylists, it's to grow their business, to grow their clientele. And if your business and your clientele are doing good, then Mm -hmm. don't stress about Instagram. That's so smart. Right? Like we get so caught up in like, oh my gosh, Jamie's doing this and Jesse's doing this and this person and that. And I do it. And I'm sure you do too, right? It's human nature. And like we see all of this all the time that it's easy to get very bogged down and that I have to do it too. I have to do reels just like Jamie's doing. And at the end of the day, why are you on Instagram? Like what is the purpose of it? Have a goal for it. Not just like I have to keep up. Right. And, And then set 
you know, a goal for yourself within what you're doing. So like I said, if it's, you know, two pick two things, have one little extra, but then that means no YouTube. That means yeah. no TikTok. That means like, don't go off into these other platforms because it's just too much. Yeah. Um, and then it, after a while, you're going to do really well. Of like, okay, you know what? Photos and captions, I've got that locked down. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's super easy for me. So then maybe you can take on another platform. Maybe that is you, okay, I'm going to dive more into reels or I'm going to dive yeah. more into TikTok um, or YouTube or something, but pick two things. Okay. And stick with them. I love Because that. otherwise you're going to just it's just not fun. We've all been there. Yes. And it's so easy to get there. What do you do personally? If you are ever feeling burnout, what's like your go-to remedy? This is a great question. So, um, I actually filmed a YouTube video about this because, uh, last end of last year, I was super burnt out and Mm -hmm. I knew it. Um, and so I filmed a YouTube video about this when I came back onto YouTube. And actually it's funny at the time of recording this, I'm actually not on YouTube right now. I I took another break. Um, good for that's you so though. Good. Yeah. I see you do this all the time with Instagram and YouTube breaks. And I think yeah. it's so cool that you're like, that's okay. Cause a lot of us mm-hmm. feel the pressure. Like you can never stop. Yeah. And once it's like a snowball rolling mm-hmm. down the hill, it just gets bigger and bigger and yep. you're like, I can't stop, you know? <laughs> so I am taking a break from YouTube. It just was something I don't have capacity to do right now. And I'm uh-huh. like, it's okay. I don't need to justify that's it. So cool. And you know, there will be comments of people saying like, I can't wait for your next video. When's your next video coming out? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm just not right yeah. now. You can't I, let that rule your life. Yeah. And I don't know when I'm going to go back, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and even things like with Instagram, like I don't post on the weekends. So stories and feed posts. I typically don't post on the weekends. I try not to consume as much on the weekends just to give myself a mental break. But I mean, there's days during the week where I'm like, I don't feel like posting on stories today. And a year or two years ago, that would have been unheard of. It was like constant 24 seven stories. Like I never let my little thing go blank, you know? (laughs) Um, And now I'm like, it's okay. Like it's all right. So but it's cool that like then when you're posting, it's valuable and it's good right. content rather than just really like posting is. to post. Right. Know? Right. That's cool. Yeah. So that's just how I've kind of worked through it and kind of had had to take a step back mm-hmm. because I see, um, yeah, I see burnout and I, I definitely <laughs> was talking to my therapist. <laughs> she was like, therapy's sexy. I that's think, a good thing. <laughs> I think you might be burned out. Like she didn't say that because <laughs> therapists don't say that, but I was like, she made me say it and I was like, oh yeah, maybe I am again. So, yeah. um, yeah. And I, you know, I think one of the things that people don't realize is, you know, we all have stuff going on behind the scenes too, mm-hmm. outside of Instagram, what's shown on Instagram. I mean, I have a lot going on yeah. in my personal life and I, no one knows that. And it's yeah. not stuff I want to share. Uh, and you and feel, have to. I don't have to, yeah. but yeah, you have to take a step back and do what's right for you. So that's awesome. I want to give people permission to do that. And I think that's kind of where, even with my education of teaching Instagram of, okay, how do we come back? Because we went to this really high point of like insane content creation yeah. and being a hairstylist and doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, how do we kind of come back down and find a little bit more sustainability? I don't know if I believe in the word balance because balance is one of those things. I don't know if you'll ever find it. Literally Eric said that Monday too. And I was like, it's so true. People ask us that all the time. They're like, well, how do you balance it all? And I'm like, I don't know. It kind of has just like slowly became my life. Like we are always traveling. We're gone. We're when we're home, we have like a hair days and we do YouTube days and we have podcast days. And then like, we're trying to do content for Instagram. And I'm like, I don't know. It is what it is. But whenever you're building something like you're like a goal, like you were saying, set a goal. Why are you on Instagram? Why are you doing this? Whenever you're doing that and achieving it, it's just like the most rewarding thing. And I don't think balance comes with that because you can't get to that goal by like always being like, well, you know what? I'll start tomorrow or I'll have an off day or like, I'm just not going to do anything like for the rest of the week to like help me progress. I'm like, 
no, I, I kind of like it. I love the madness. Well, and I feel like the word balance puts so much pressure on yourself. Like mm-hmm. I have to be balanced. I have to like make this perfect. And I think that there's different seasons in your life. Like this season's going to be busier and that's okay because I'm working towards this and then I can slow down next season. And yep. that's kind of the balance. That's is you, right you have, Yeah, exactly. I feel like for us, the, like, now time to the end of the year it's is crazy. insane because it's everything we have to do and we're doing like everything back to back weekends. Like we're here. We got here on Sunday and we're leaving next Monday. Yeah. And then we're in, back in Utah for three days and then we're in Orlando for five days. And then we come back and we have like two back to back classes in different states like yeah. for the rest of the year. And then we have like holidays and there's so Jeez. much more personal stuff. Oh, and like the hairstylish yeah. rush of like the freaking like everyone wants to get their hair done the That's day the before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And but they want Black Friday sales or their last minute appointment. But yeah, they're not getting that. It's just like insane. But but it's cool to know that like you can take a break and you can yeah. chill and not feel guilty. Yeah. That's I almost why we're need going like to Mexico someone to give me permission to. Like, it. I feel like you yeah. gave me permission. Like, it's okay. I don't want to do it today. I don't have to. Yeah. yeah. I love it. When I think also, too, that constant pressure, it's, a lot of it's put on ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in reality, no one's probably going to know it's that so you good. didn't post today. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to know. Shocking. Well, I was going to say, like, I have never noticed that you don't post weekends exclusively because when you do post, I'm so like, this is amazing that I'm not like thinking. You're not like keeping track. Yes. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, she didn't post on Sunday. Yeah. Because when you post, it's so good that it like kind of keeps me for a few days. Right. right, Like, it's cool. Like, that you You kind of found that. Exactly. You know, I just work smarter, not harder. There you go. You're not like keeping track on a calendar. Yeah. I'm like, on September 16th, Jamie did not post for 16 hours. I'm going to be having a social check. I'm going to be watching you. Okay. So if you could leave our listeners with like one piece of advice for like either, you know, building on Instagram or building their own brand or business, what would that be? Mm, So good. Yeah. I think kind of just going along with what we've been talking about is like a or one, not a (laughs) number one, um, believe in yourself. I think you have so much to share with the world, whether that's you are again, trying to build your clientele and you're trying to gain an audience there. You have so much to share with the world that you don't realize people don't know like Mm -hmm. certain things that come so naturally to you as a stylist clients don't know that potential clients don't know that even maybe other stylists don't know that i've i've done stuff to my hair or whatever and other stylists are like oh my gosh how did you do that i'm like wait you're a stylist yeah i know this but they don't and so um believe what you have to share is important with the world so that's number one and then number two is yeah be okay with taking some breaks um i think that is something that I have wanted to teach for a long time and preach and and give you permission. So if That's nobody's great. given you permission yet, I'm giving you permission. Jamie did today, you guys. <laughs> Take a break. You're um, not going to hear from me for a week. Yeah, yeah. he's going dark. <laughs> he's off. <laughs> and then there'll be like TikToks of like, what happened to Stu? Yeah. You know? He's going to come out with like a trailer like you. I'm going to walk out to like a dark stadium and the lights are going to hit. Yeah. Boom, That's boom. so like, funny. It was iconic though. I loved it. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's been so great chatting with you. I feel like I got so much information during that. Like I feel like I just took one of your questions. So that was amazing. I really do too. And I think your next thing needs to be a podcast. Have you ever thought about that? I've thought about it. You should. I would Here's love the reason that. why I haven't, though, is because yeah. again, I can only commit to so many things. Hundred percent. Right? So, For years. Yeah. Yeah. You can. The cool thing about podcasts that we've learned is you can do seasons. So like we'll do like mm. our season three and then take a break and yeah. it's fine and yeah. it's kind of nice to be able to just kind of like have it when we want it. But I think you're just such a good speaker oh, that it I would do be too. amazing. I could so maybe to you in three talk years. All day. <laughs> there you go. I really could. I yeah, really could. It's and you're filled with so much knowledge. It's amazing. I have yeah. a good radio voice. Is basically what you're. You do. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they used That's to say that back scene. in the day. Like you have a face for radio, but now everyone has a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Okay. Well, you can find all of Jamie's information in the show notes below. I'm sure you're already following her, but if you aren't, check her out. Thank you again for like Yay. making the trek over here. You're really close, but we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Okay, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye.
Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.